Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Batten down the hatches, lock up your daughters, and strap yourselves in for another fantasy football noise. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, it's game week 21 and it's your January fantasy football noise. Happy New Year, Wayne. Happy New Year, Baco. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, chaps. Happy New Year, listeners. Happy New Year. It's been a busy period, hasn't it? It has. It has. Bloody hell. Are we two thirds of the way through the season? Almost. Uh, Almost. Almost two thirds. Almost. 20 something weeks. It was a busy period, wasn't it? Oh Christ! Busy period. Before we get into football, how were your Christmases? Um, Is the plural not Chris Mai? <laughs> Maybe it should be Chris Mai. How are your Chris Mai boys? <laughs> Good, because I did not much, drank a lot, ate a lot, and watched a lot of telly, and did did, didn't do any work. Did you watch great. any football? I watched. One match of the day last Wednesday evening. Very good. Very midweek good. games. Although I didn't watch all of it because there were a couple of games that sounded tedious. So did Huddersfield play Burnley? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When that came up, Huddersfield Burnley off forwarded it to off. Uh, whatever the yeah whatever <laughs> dispatched. The yeah. Can you tell me what the score was in Huddersfield? Huddersfield Burnley. Nil nil? Question mark. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> no. No idea. Away win. Another another victory for Burnley. There, they're on the up. No, uh, I went to uh, Switzerland. I thought you did. Did you go and see Bingo? Yes, I went to see Bingo. Dear old friend Bingo. Yeah, good old Bingo. Bit of skiing. Bingo, wasn't listen it? to the show, Bingo. No, no, he pause football. Oh, right. I did enjoy the photo you sent us of yourself with a skiing helmet perched atop your sizable head, <laughs> cigarette hanging out of your mouth, <laughs> the bottom of shot. Perhaps we can get that on Twitter because it was it was a wonderful sight. It was proper Roger Meligo skiing. What what size hat was that, Baker? It's a, it's an extra large. There aren't any bigger ones. It's fine. <laughs> you can't get bigger. Extra large. And yeah, it just perched on the top of your head. It's not perched on the top of my head. It was strapped up safely under my chin. You familiar with the Mister Men? Yeah. Like a lot of them had very tiny hats and they literally were perched <laughs> atop ginormous heads it reminded me of that Mr uh, Uppity Mr Wriggle I think Mr Wriggle had a hat Riggle. how frequently do you ski Baco? Uh, quite frequently I've got a lovely story we went to a um, 
we went to a kind of farm place up this mountain track, really, really snowy. It was about a 40-minute walk. Mm. And this guy who hunts also kind of lets you go into his lounge um, and there's kind of two tables there. You have to book one in advance. And he does a Swiss raclette, which is basically a, a double-decker grill. On the top of the grill, you grill meat. And underneath the grill, you grill cheese. And you basically eat meat, cheese, and potatoes for the evening. Doesn't sound too bad. It was really nice. <laughs> anyway, during the meal, Charlie needs a shit because he's clearly overeaten. Uh, and so goes for a shit, but he's ages. He's proper ages. <laughs> <laughs> and I needed a wee. How, so old is, how old is Charlie, just for the listeners? Charlie is 14. Is there a chance he could have... having a cheeky wank while he was in there, do you think? <laughs> well, not Adult on the evidence. company, a bit boring. Come not on, on the 14 evidence. years old. It's your, it's, your every, it's your every waking thought, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, actually. I thought there would be some fuckery, and of course there was. Okay. So, uh, after about 20 minutes, he comes out, and he's like, Dad, Dad, we need to go. I'm like, why, son? <laughs> He's like, no, no, we need to go. I was like, anyway, I'll just go for a wee. No, no, no. Uh, so I, in I go. And he's blocked oh. the toilet. Ah, uh, a sitch. Uh, yes, indeed. <laughs> indeed. So I've given it a couple of flushes. Um, and actually on the second flush, Made it, it went down. Oh, okay. No, no issues, really. And then I thought, I'll just, I'll just clean it up a little touch. Uh, and I'll get the toilet brush out. Could I get the fucking toilet brush out? No because there was a massive lump of his shit stuck <laughs> to the bottom of the toilet brush and it was jammed in its holster. Wow. <laughs> so it becomes some form of man-made glue cement, yeah, adhesive. <laughs> That's what meat, potato and cheese will do for you. It really clogs you up. I, I literally, I mean, I was like... <laughs> Giving it one of those. But I haven't stopped thinking about it since. And that was on, like, January the 1st. I just can't stop thinking about it. And every every time I I look to one side or I get a moment of reflection in the house or at work, I think of that toilet brush. It's (laughs) disgusting. Something you'll never unsee. No, I can't. I'm struggling with the... The image of the, the the structure of the holster, because in, in in England it's just something that's normally just up and down, just resting in a little pot. Yeah. Do the yeah. do the Swiss have a particularly different setup? I don't know if it's a Swiss thing, but I can talk you through the holster. So yeah, go on. It's, it's a weird shape. Okay, so your base on the ground, and then it's kind of half open, half mm. entirely closed, um, oh. and it goes up about a foot off the ground. Mm-hmm. And then your 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 toilet brush comes out, the t- handle comes out the top. So there's a bit of curvature to it. Yeah, a little bit of curvature right. to it. Right. So in order to get it out, you have to kind of move it backwards and then pull it up. You can't just pull it straight up as you would sure. traditionally in the UK. So, so you're saying that Charlie's feces had behaved <laughs> like some kind of epoxy resin and had hardened <laughs> the brush into the holster. <laughs> bit of cultural education for, for the listeners as well. Swiss bog brush structure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet nobody expected to be wiser on that note. Seven Not minutes into this two. podcast, no, <laughs> absolutely. Well, you've <clears throat> you've inadvertently really teed up um, the story that I was going to tell. No way. Well, I didn't even tell you that I had a story, but our dear friend John Emerson has provided us with yet another poo-based story. 
I was going to surprise you with it later on in the show. I didn't want to start with it, but it's... Has he actually started going around shitting himself just to give us material? No, it's not him. It's oh. Well, he claims it's not him. I, I believe it's it's it's, uh, it's their friend, a chap called Mark. I'll, I'll spare you his surname, but... Um, no, we've had yeah. we had Mark before, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, the guy he, uh, that the guy that shat crapped all the way... in front of a lady and a child, didn't he? Yeah, in a, in an alleyway, and the same chap yes. I think who who shat throughout uh, a, a flat that they lived in prior to the landlord turning up with some people prospective tenants. Mark needs to get his anus checked. Yeah, do you want that story now, or do you want it for? Just... Why don't we save it till the second half? Something to look forward to. Okay, yeah, let's get on with some football. Let's go okay. with some football. But it is it is a treat, so do do stay tuned for that. <laughs> um, right, um, where do, where should we start? How were your December's? We spoke we spoke at the beginning of December, and I've lost track of how many game weeks there've been oh. since then. But they've been packed in. I had a cracking game week eighteen. I was I was top two hundred thousand eighty six points, and then over Christmas I had two two shockers really in the three million game week ranks. 58 49 points and then pulled it back a bit in game week mm. 21 so i'm i'm 1199 uh or 349k oh, that's right because i've just looked back at my game week history and it was game week 14 we last spoke and you and i were were, were locked on points weren't we that's right was it 811 we were we were, we were on that's right and i was at 308,000. so yeah i did go up into the top 200k a couple of weeks ago same i'm now just outside on 226k with 1219 points so not bad i actually worked out my average because it's been quite good since basically the second half of the season so far and i'm averaging about 65 points a week very nice for the second half so if i can keep that up that'd be rather nice mitch whereabouts are you before we move on because there's something else i wanted to i am 1.6 on millionth and i've <laughs> basically drifted since hmm. uh hold on let me just move my uh screens so that's not heading see. in the right direction bro no i since game week 11 i've pretty much drifted downwards mm. to be honest i've had some okay game weeks though game week 21 i had 61 points game week 1962 but that game week 1962 i bet you're only like 2.5 millionth 2.694 actually yeah mm. Was that was, was a, that uh, was that a Salah hat trick week? High scorer that one. I think it was. It was a big one, wasn't it? Yeah, quite a lot of high game week ranks there, Mitch. Sadly, um, just out of interest, I was thinking the other day. My team value is something like one hundred and four point two at the minute, and I don't remember it being that high last season. I had, yeah, I had the same thought process. I think I'm doing better on that note than I normally am. Let me just quickly check. Yeah, one hundred and four point three with point yeah, nice. one in the bank. Nice, nice, Mitch. I am doing quite well in the cup, though. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what everyone cares about. Go on, do yeah, tell us on. about that. Well, I'm, I'm still in it. Go on, bloody brilliant! Congrats. Great. I'm out. Went, went out in eighteen. I went out in seventeen. Yeah, I scored fucking thirty-eight points. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> there you go. I must have been up against some real dog shit then. <laughs> <laughs> While we're talking about each other's sides, you did mention Baco the other day um, about the fantasy football tools and working out what your all-time rank is. Oh yes, I was interested in that, and I worked out what mine was. Well, I found out what mine was. I was rather pleasantly surprised. Very good. What is it? 
32,000th. Bloody hell. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I was really surprised. I thought it would be... What does that actually represent? Well into six figures. Um, well, if they've averaged out my position since I've been doing it, I guess. No. Yes. That would indicate that you've finished lots of times above 32,000th. I think it probably also plays into the fact that I've been doing it for a number of years where some people won't have, you know? How does one do this? And I'll do it and I'll see how it compares to me. PremierFantasyTools.com While he's finding that out, I've just found out how the rankings are calculated. It's based on the following factors. Current season performance, weighted based on how much of the season has been played. And previous season's performance, which depreciates yearly. I'm 189,000. There you go. Mine just comes up as not applicable. Oh, you've got to be in the top 500,000th of the current season. I've just read Uh, it for it to work. Oh, you're literally of no interest. (laughs) You're not worth creating an (laughs) algorithm. No, I can't be bothered to write enough lines of code to calculate your lousy rank. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, dear. Oh, well, mate. Never mind. Never mind. I, I don't think Premier Fantasy Tools is actually any good. Oh. So so I would recommend that people don't use it. <laughs> because it doesn't <laughs> like you, you're discrediting it instantly. Okay. Yeah. Fair yep. enough. <laughs> That's generally my modus operandi in life. If something doesn't favour me, I try to discredit it. It's shit. That includes other humans. <laughs> <laughs> what I was going to go on to say was that it's that time of the season now where, I don't know about you, but I sort of start becoming more aware, more focused on what my peers are doing. So out of our little private league where there's 20 or so people, I'm third and I'm looking at the people who are above me and below me far more now and I'm sort of, you sort of gauge your transfers on what they, on, what, on who they've got rather than who you, you know, who you might naturally go for. If they've already got them, you're like, well, that's not going to help me close the gap on them, you know, it's not going to help me really catch up. really dangerous. Yeah. Do my you not do that? Fo- no, my only focus is OR. Is that right? Yeah, top 100k OR, that's my only target for the season. And if that means I finish well in a in a mini league or finish well in a head-to-head league, so be it. But mm, Okay. It's definitely got to be the focus. But I know what you mean. I've done it in previous seasons. Yeah, I always do. I, I, I am interested in the in the the head-to-head thing, so because it kind of it encourages me in that I think everyone can have a bad season, and you do require a slice of luck. So I remember having a or vying with Clappers last season. He's well below me this season. Mark Masters is usually always up there, but he's only I think six points ahead of me. Um, mm. Sarge, who mm. is something of a Sarge, FPL. Give it up, surely. Dignitary is well below me as well. Yeah, so I don't know whether that's just bad seasons or what. But Bako, if I, to go back to your point of heading mm-hmm. for t- your your sole target is top hundred k, if I was to offer you ninety nine k, or you win our mates league, you beat Harrington, you beat me at Al, but your rank was lower, you would say hundred fifty thousand. Would you would you honestly prefer to have the ninety nine k? Yeah, I think so. Would you? Even though yes. you would have won our mini league, and there's cash for that. <laughs> but there's the pride there's, of beating all your mates. Wouldn't you rather have that than an, a higher OR? You can't really change your objective. I'm just, I'm just interested to, to find. I would far, far rather win a mini league of all our mates who play every year. Twenty guys in it. I'd much rather have the 
the pride of having won that than nah, telling I people you, I got He certainly doesn't need 000. the money, John. Baco is an investment banker living in Scotland where standards of living and costs of living are extremely low. I wasn't so really referring to the, the money. To, the, to the cash prize. I'll have you know, we have to pay more the, tax than you in England. I was referring to the joy, the prestige of having won a mini-league. I think it's far more about that. Maybe so, but... In fact, go on. I'm, I'm, I'm actually reading the book. It's a bit of a slow read, I have to say, but I'm reading the Wasting Your Wildcard book, which Stairsy got and and uh, is sent on to me. Is it any good? I'd have to say no, no. It's <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty geeky to be honest. It's pretty FPL geeky. It's a tough read, and it's basically stringing together like millions of anecdotes that have been you know like little case studies. But what, what one chapter that was quite interesting was some people take the mini league thing like really seriously. And apparently, there's a far there's a prevalence for penalties and forfeits for coming last in your mini league, oh. over and above prizes for winning it. I thought that was quite interesting because we've never done that. No, we haven't. So that could be something to think about for the future. <laughs> Some absolutely heinous penalties that people have had to do. L- like what? One of the ones I was reading that this this poor bloke had to they they dressed him up in some absurd outfit. And he he didn't get told where he was going, and he had to go on this wild goose chase involving flights, all, all sorts. So that the, everyone else in the mini league got to go on a piss up. I think they were an Irish bunch. They all got to go on a piss up, like fifteen of them. Meanwhile, he had to get a plane to the West Midlands and go and do stupid forfeits and take photos of himself at different places all around Birmingham and shit, <laughs> dressed in this crazy outfit, or face more penalties when he got back on his on just, his own on his own. While his mates were on the on the smash. Well, I'm blowed. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. So maybe if, like if that, any of the listeners have got any uh, similar stories of, of forfeits for coming last in your uh, <laughs> your fantasy league, fantasy, I'd like to hear about that. You can message us on Twitter. We are at fantasy underscore noise. Perhaps, Mitch, you can ask the question publicly on mm. Twitter for anyone can enlighten us on that. The only thing if we did that Quite with our personal or our, our light friends league mm. is that Everyone's so untrustworthy that they just wouldn't fucking do it. Yeah, I think perhaps it needs to be a really tight-knit bunch. So perhaps we'd knuckled our group down to maybe six or seven of us who we would all make sure everyone committed to the rules before the start of the season and then do it. I think it's a brilliant but, idea. Let's do it. But <laughs> even then, if I idea. came last, which is highly likely, and I knew you were all going on the smash, I would just refuse to do the forfeit and come on the smash. Yeah. <laughs> I think the point is that you wouldn't be welcome. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> well, you'd be, you'd be, as normal. No, but we'd probably not even tell you where we were going, for example. You pricks. <laughs> if you're doing it, you're doing it, aren't you? You can't just bail out of a forfeit. That sums you up, Mitch, I'm afraid. <laughs> Can my forfeit to be to go somewhere foreign? Yeah, somewhere, yeah but foreign and shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I... I've been reflecting on my season's performance. Do you want to hear my reflections? Let's or, have it. Or have you got another segment? No, no. Let's let's, let's hear it as it flows. <sighs> my reflections so far. I've I've made some mistakes. Um, my first one is my transfers. So I've made too many transfers and taken too many hits. I've been reading more and more recently that that strategy is is flawed. And if you look at the average number of transfers made by the top 2,000, for example, it, it's less than the number of game weeks, which, assuming people have played a wild card, um, it is perfectly logical. So I've made 29 transfers in 21 game weeks so far, which is too many. 
So I've, I've, yeah. I've shipped 40 points and I'm not even sure I've made it back. I think, I'm, I think I'm similar, actually, mate. Let me see. While you have a look at that, I've I've also made a mistake on my goalkeeper strategy. So I was big bravado at the start of the season, looking at fixture pairing, getting two keepers. And actually, of course, once you go through the first six, seven yeah, weeks... They dovetail that, beautifully for the first six, and then you forgot all about it. <laughs> I didn't forget all about it, but I just had other priorities because I was, I, was, I was, you know, trying to chase the game at that stage. And I've never got round to changing Pickford yeah. and, and fucking Begovic. And the, and the goalkeeper thing, that actually, you, the people that chose either Patricio or Etheridge would have done all right, or have done all right. Yeah, I've exactly. had Patricio. All yeah, the way you can through. overthink it, can't you? Mm. So I think uh, I think a pick and forget strategy for your keeper. So Allison would have been perfect, right? Oh yeah. God, yeah. In hindsight, I mean, you, but yeah, you couldn't have expected him to have had that many clean sheets. You could have equally gone for Edison. Edison, yeah. But they've had far fewer clean sheets, haven't they? That's true, but he still would have Particularly performed better than cocking Pickford. And yes, that. So so goalkeeper strategy for next season is definitely set and forget so you're going to spend a bit more on one exactly and just leave him okay and hope I pick up an Etheridge or yeah or or a Patricio um, so a play a playing second goalkeeper at least not yeah, not just exactly. a okay but and my next one is is obviously the wild card in game week two I think I I rushed too much before <laughs> game week one started with my side and I just didn't give it enough time I can't stress how important it is to make sure that you have a good first three or four game weeks mm. and do your we, research in advance. Don't did, take chances. We did try to discourage you. I know. We did try and say to you that game week two was an absurd thing to do. No, but I had to. I mean, it was the right decision for this season, but it was caused by the fact that I'd, I'd fucked it up before game week one. Mm. Wow, okay. Quite so, a bit yeah. of soul-searching you've done, mate. Yeah, I have. I've uh, thought long and hard about it whilst I was, you know, having cigarettes on the top of Swiss mountains, not skiing. <laughs> yeah, I've made a similar number of transfers, which I also think is a few too many, but I'm, I'm doing okay. I think I've chased fixtures a bit as well. Yeah. But um, have you guys both got Son in still? Now he's going to be he's going to be away, isn't he? For the is he away from this week or the week after? I think he's. Well, I think he's already gone. I have to confess, I'm not exactly sure, but I, I heard on the radio he's basically going to be. Assuming South Korea do well, he's going to be out for basically the rest of Jan. So I took him out for for Hazard two weeks ago. Ah, uh, did you? Okay. Yeah. Just on that, um, because of Son's form and without doing any research, I've actually brought him in this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <cla> oh <laughs> mate, that is absolutely wonderful. <laughs> That is classic, Mitch. Yeah, one for the ages. Brought in a player who's going to be absent for Where's two or three weeks. Asian Cup. Asian uh, Cup. Uh, <laughs> there we are. That's where research pays off, doesn't it? Oh, please never change, Mitch. Please never change. <laughs> Have you got any reflections, Mitch, on your season so far? <laughs> um, nah, fucking hell. If it ain't broke, <laughs> I've not given up. I've not given up, but I just it, I find it far too frustrating that uh, you pick what you think is a good side and and then they just don't deliver. So no, I haven't got any reflections. I I, I have I've I've um, 
I've done what I said I was going to do and had fewer transfers this season. A fat lot of good it's done me. So I've only only made 16 transfers so far. So I've tried to stick with players and and uh, give them the the opportunity. Um, but yeah, it's no fucking good. In your defence, Mitch, you've also been a good deal busier than I think you were towards the end of last season with your professional work, aren't you? So I think perhaps you haven't had the time to. Ponder the no, stats as you pledged that you would this yeah, year. No, no, I haven't pondered the stats and I've not made the time to watch any football, although I did promise you that I, I simply haven't done it. Yeah. Is that because you don't really like football? I'm just not a, that bothered. <laughs> I don't I don't care enough. Do you do you care? Do you care about football? I, I care passionately. Um we beat Villa three 0 on Saturday in the FA Cup. I'm yeah. sure you both Kept a yep. close eye on that one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't care in the same way. Although I am interested. So I watched uh, over the Christmas period. I regularly got up at six a.m. before the rest of the house was up to watch uh, episodes of Sunderland Till I Die. Did you watch that on Netflix? No, I haven't seen it yet. Is it good? Oh, it's absolutely yet. I am super. Very keen to start watching it. I hear really good. Really things about good. It. Really very good, and I heard from other folk that it's uh, it's much better than the Man City one that was, I mm. think, on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Very good indeed. So I'm, I am interested, but I'm just not that bothered week in, week out about... I'd probably say I'm sense. somewhere between the two of you. I'm a, a million armchair fan, or a plastic, as some would say. But uh, yeah, I do very much enjoy it. If my team win, it's fantastic. If they lose, I'm not going to cry about it like some would. But uh, yeah, I love it. But there's, there's still a place for us in fantasy football, right? We're, we're, we're not yeah. doing bad. You're just north of... What was it, 230 KOR? And I'm 349 KOR? We're all right. Yeah. Hey, so I'm just looking at something here. Sorry, I was distracted momentarily that um, I, my zombie team is actually doing fucking brilliantly. Oh, interesting. I haven't thought about that for ages. Well, I say say brilliantly. Much, much better than me. And I think better than your rank, Baker. I'm at 248,000th with the zombie team. Yeah. For anyone that didn't listen to our pre-season show or indeed our Game Week 1 show, the three of us each set up a zombie team. So that mirrored the team that we started the season with. And we just I think someone suggested it, didn't they, on Twitter last year. So we just agreed to do that and we would just not touch it through the whole year, just called it a zombie yep. team. Shall I tell you who's in it? So that just basically yeah. goes to show that your tinkering, the 16 yeah. moves that you've Pointless. done, has fucked up your team to the tune of... One point yeah. four million places. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So my team, my team to start off with was Pickford, Aspi, Robertson, Pereira, the wrong Pereira or the right Pereira. Now the right Pereira. Now the right, the right Pereira. Pereira yeah. Mm-hmm. Wan Bissaka, Salah, Bernardo Silva, Fernandinho, Kearney, Aubameyang, and Aguero. With uh, nice one. Uh, Yotta, Ings, and Tomkins on the bench. Mm. And that That's a great side. Yeah, and what's the rank? Two four eight thousand. One two one four points. Almost. Amazing. That's almost the best of our six teams we put in. Yeah, only, I haven't got any idea where my original one is. But I, I looked at it a little while ago, and it was a fair way behind where I am. I think. But yeah, you're only just behind where I am with all all the hours I put into it. <laughs> I mean, what a heap of shit my zombie team is. It really is. I'm 3.6 millionth, and it's no surprise I had to use my cocking wild card in, in game week two. Do you remember I went for Sane after his World Cup disappointment? I was convinced that Guardiola was going to play him. 
Mm. I've gone Firmino up front, um, but I've got a back three of Klein, Cedric, and Loughton. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing, isn't it? Crikey. I'm afraid I haven't got mine to hand. I'd... Oh, no wonder I had to pay the cost. That is such a bad team. I've taken so many punts. I've got Sanchez as well. Alexis. But do you know what? Burnley were good last season. I don't blame you. I mean, you, you know, that sounds oh. laughable now, but Loughton finished last season pretty well, didn't he? Yeah. Did you have to say Cedric, as in Southampton? Yeah. Christ, that's not a good pick. <laughs> that's, that's not good. That's you not see, great. I've taken a punt on him. And mm. I've taken a punt on Sana. It's not the time to you punt. Can't ha- no, exactly. Time. You can't have too many punts. Yeah. Oh. So wow, maybe angry now, Mitch. But congrats, two four eight k. Nice experiment. Well, it'll be interesting to see where they where they all end up at the end of the season. Um, you mentioned Klein. Just like to quickly mention about the transfers. What do we think about the transfer? The few transfers that have gone through so far in the window. I was amazed to hear Klein gone to Bournemouth. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Especially given Liverpool's injury list growing injury list of defence I don't think we unless someone's about to come in that I don't know about I, I'm, I'm amazed he'd let him go it is pretty nice isn't it and Neil Warnock wasn't happy at all was he no no he wasn't and rightly so it just wouldn't, a phone call wouldn't hurt would it found out on teletext yeah <laughs> <laughs> genuinely he's 70 isn't he <laughs> um, sorry what did, what did Warnock find out on teletext that he hadn't got Nathaniel Klein Oh, would he bid for him? He's I think it was a verbal agreement, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, a verbal really? agreement. Liverpool said he was his player. Um, and then he found out he'd come to Bournemouth. Yeah. I'm not being funny. If I were Nathaniel Klein, I'd rather go to Bournemouth than fucking Cardiff. Yeah, of course. But I just think that he, he could have easily could have easily got into, into Liverpool's side in the coming weeks with the injuries we've got. All the talk up here is Jermaine Defoe going to Rangers. Yeah. And it's actually quite an interesting title race this year in Scotland for the first yeah, it time is. in five years. Absolutely. And Gerard I'm, V. Rogers is shaping up nicely. I know. I'm going to my, going to my first Celtic match uh, week after next, after the winter break, in nice. the William Hill Scottish Cup. Third round, Celtic v. Edrionians. Wow. <laughs> Edrionians. I can you eat. I reckon that's a good move for Defoe, you know? I think it is. He'll, he'll, he'll score he'll play. fun in Scotland. Of course he will. He's, yeah. Faster than most of that rabble. <laughs> <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? I think right. so, as long yeah. as you're not in <clears throat> Scotland. Yes. Okay. As long as people don't know where you live. Um, That's Paul, just in case anyone was wondering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Edit. Um, right. Well, we're going to look ahead at the upcoming fixtures over the next few weeks uh, in part two. Shall we... Uh, knock out a trivia question which I believe Mitch has got lined up for us before we go to the break yeah I have so the first question it's transfer window for the Premier League so I'm going to ask you a transfer related question British players so who are the only four British players to appear in the top 50 all time value transfers list British British so that's part one. So there okay. are four players that are in the top 50 most valuable transfers of all time. Also, there are three players who appear twice in the most valuable transfers of all time. Who are they? Ooh. 
Okay. Good stuff. Great. Well, we'll come back for those answers later and we will see you after the break. Cheers. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, welcome back to part two of Fantasy Football Noise. Um, something that we normally do in the first half is Mini League Update. But we were so full of other chat, didn't get to it. So, Baco, if you're uh, ready, should we do it? Do I get a music bed? Here it is. <laughs> Very nice. Okay. It is. This month, this manager of the month in association with switchingenergy.co.uk. Uh, some would say the world's greatest, the most uh, <laughs> most innovative uh, en- energy switching website. Uh, it was tight at the top. Of course, lots of game weeks in December, so we have over 400 points for the first, let's say, 25 in the league. But anyway, in fifth place on 414 is Niall Boland with Bovo's Bozos. 416 in fourth place, Daha Mohammed, Cruise Control. I like that. Uh, 419, nice. third place, Paulo Gorman, Dodgy Dazzlers. Uh, Stuart Keldy in second on 425, the Flying Nuggets. And our winner on 429 points for December is Kevin Moemi with Mad City Club. Now, <laughs> why has he put a club? After it. Does that signify something? Am I missing something? I don't know. Maybe it's some sort of code for those in the know and we are not in the know. Yeah, I'm but not yeah, in the know. But it's a club as in a pack of cards club symbol. Yeah, lovely stuff. City. Also got two two capital A's in the middle of the word mad. I know, there's something going on there. Kevin, oh, let us know. Kevin, let us know. Let, let us know. Let us crack the code of your team name. Anyway, well done. Well done, Kevin. You are December's Fantasy Football Noise Manager of the Month. Let us know where you reside, and if Mitch can be bothered, you might get a mug. Mitchell? Might do. <laughs> Not really sounding like he's in the mood to be generous, is he? I don't think so. Again, shipping is too much. For I think he's North in Cameroon. Mawaymi. Could be, could be Finnish Kenya. or something, couldn't it? Kenya. Oh, Kenya. Okay. That'll be fine. It's very cheap to send stuff there. Oh, yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Super. All right. Well... Looking ahead then, looking ahead to the next four game weeks. 
once again using Premier Fantasy Tools, we've had a little look and it is the top three teams in the league, the Premier League, who have the most favourable upcoming fixtures, I would say. Yeah, I would say City probably shade it with Wolves, Huddersfield and Newcastle over Liverpool with what have they got Brighton, Palace and Leicester. Yeah, I think from an, from an attacking point of view, yeah, I'd say you're probably right. And Spurs, after the United game this weekend, they've got Fulham, Watford, Newcastle, Leicester, Burnley. So that could be a happy hunting ground. Mitch, you should bring in Son for those those upcoming. Thank you. Those upcoming weeks. That's why I did. Yeah. It's got to be Kane time. Have we You're both got? Ca- have we all got Kane now? We've all got Kane now. Yes. Well, I have. Mitchell? I no. Oh. I've got Ober up top. I've got, got Ober and Kane. Yeah, yeah, I got both. Have you really? Yeah. yeah. And Hazard. Fuck. And Pogba. Hmm. I managed to save a tran- my free transfer last week. I'm trying. I'm trying to look for a way to bring Salah back in. Because Liverpool are the other team with a very favourable run. I would go Mane if I were you. Oh, yes, I'd if like did, to. I'd like I to think his points Salah would cover. Or Mane, I would probably go Mane now. It is bloody difficult to bring Salah in as well as the, the two big premium forwards. But exactly. I've seen, I've just seen Mane miss so many chances. <laughs> oh. I might as well, given I've brought Son in, I might as well play my wild card. Might not really. Oh no, game week thirty-four for your wild card, Mitch. Why? Keep keep your favourite your favourite phrase, mate. <laughs> Double game weeks. Got to, you got to, you got to save it for the final stretch. You got double game weeks. Oh, kind of doesn't got... matter now, though, does it? <laughs> give it oh, up. he's well, giving up. One point six millionth. His head's what? dropped. I might focus on my zombie team instead. Yeah, not allowed to touch it. You're not allowed to touch that. I'll, no, I'll just focus on it, which is ideal because it means I don't have to lift a finger. Oh, ideal. Okay, great. Then uh, you can say, "How are you going?" Yeah, I'm two hundred forty-eight thousand. Thanks, lads. <laughs> Pretty effortless. Any any transfers this week? Nope. <laughs> any plans for next week? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Going to watch the football? Nope. Um, Palace is another team I've spotted um, on on that website, Premier Fantasy Tools. You can you can adjust the fix just to have a look at the attacking sort of difficulty and also the defensive difficulty. Um, and. Palace's next five, with the exception of the away trip to Anfield uh, in game week 23, the other four of the next five are very favourable. They've got Watford at home, and then Southampton away, then Fulham at home and West Ham at home. So if you've got Wambasaka or a, another uh, Palace defensive asset, if you just bench them for game week 23, the other four looking pretty good, I think. Yeah. So it could be time for Wambasaka to come off of everybody's bench. <laughs> um, and please note as well um, on Ben Krellin's fantastic planner, he's also looking ahead to the blank game weeks in 27, 31 and 33. We've got a pretty good picture of game week 27, but game week 31 looks like it might only have four or five fixtures tops. Oosh. But Fulham Liverpool's confirmed. Um, and, and Leicester yeah. look like they're going to be away at Burnley. So what were those Burnley. game weeks, mate? 27? 27, 31 and 33 are the, the proposed blank game weeks. Right. So I think Leicester assets, but 
I don't know about your chip strategy, but um, I'm thinking free hit is probably going to be my strategy in 31. In one of those blank weeks, yeah. It worked well last year, didn't it? It did, yeah. I think it worked nicely. I think it's a good boost towards the end of the season. Mm. And then after game week 33, which is blank, um, you're going to get some blanks. Then that's the time, I think, after then to play wildcard. After 33, yeah, interesting. You did mention, I think the last time we spoke, that you were keen to make your play your wild card almost as soon as it was available you've you've changed your mind on that one yeah no i'm going well and and it's silly to to play it now i'm mm. pretty pleased with my side i agree i'm ro- glad you've glad you changed your mind got the right Pereira in got him in three weeks ago got I rid saw of that. son already yeah you got, got pogba Ob- as well ober and kane up front hazard and pogba in the field i'm fine how much of pogba's ludicrous recent double figure run did you were you an owner for uh frustratingly i was hovered i think four game weeks ago over pogba and martial and i didn't quite have enough money for pogba so i went for martial Mm. who was promptly dropped right and so how to answer my question how many of the i've had one of them you got him in for one of them okay yes all right but well, I'm, I'm glad I waited the extra week because I nearly swapped him for Son last week and I thought, well, I'll just do Son for one more week. And Why as luck would have it, Son got 13 and Pogba got three. So I t- tell you, that there are three things that I think I need to change in my side and I'm wondering about my transfer this week. Um, mm-hmm. Begovic and Pickford, could this be the time that I bring in a decent keeper? I've got 1.7 in the bank, so I've got plenty of cash. Mm-hmm. D- Torreira has really disappointed me since I brought him in. He was playing really well, holding that, that little Arsenal hot streak, side, didn't he? Yeah, holding that Arsenal side together. But it's been so frustrating. It is frustrating. I tell you, who my sneaky forward is, Kamara. Oh, he keeps yeah. scoring, apart from the old missed penalty, <laughs> wanker. Um, he's scoring he nicely. A, he scored an absolute belter, didn't he, from outside he the corner of the box <laughs> yes. recently? Yeah, that was a belter. He's such a good sub. I think mm. I bought him for four million. Unlike Isaac's success, who. Uh, I, I swapped him for Isaac's success. <laughs> Hasn't been doing brilliantly for me, but I never play him, of course. But he was, I tell you who could be a good replacement for him might be Dominic Solanke. Um, oh yeah, we'd have to thinking. wait. Have to wait a few more weeks uh, before he comes into the Bournemouth side. But I reckon he's got an injury. But I reckon that could be one to, to possibly consider because he's a good young player. I reckon. Mm. I reckon uh, Eddie will use him. But let's let's see. So Jay, just a bit of advice then. Should I get? Should I do my keeper? Switch or should I get rid of Torreira? Let me look at your side. I've got six point seven million if I get rid of Torreira for a midfielder. I don't think that gets me Richarlison. He's like seven point three, isn't he? Yeah, Richarlison's got a few good. F- I know. I see he's one of the. I think in fact, I think he is the top, the highest transferred out player. But they've got two or three good fixtures coming up. I think. That's all. Um, they have got Bournemouth, Southampton, Huddersfield, Wolves, Watford. I'd be more. Yeah, I'd be more inclined to. Uh, to ditch Martial if I was you, mate. Get rid of Tony. Tony Marshall. Yeah, Tony yeah. well, yeah, Marshall. I think so. Because Torreira's really an enabler, isn't he? Although, having said that, you've still got Snodgrass and I think West Ham's uh, rosy runner fixtures is pretty much up, isn't it? Arsenal, Bournemouth, Wolves, Liverpool. So, Arsenal and Liverpool mm. in the next... But Bournemouth and Wolves are both away. Yeah, it's probably time to get rid of Snodgrass. Yeah. I'll probably leave Torreira just because he's so cheap. What do you think, Mitch? 
I've just been staring at uh, uh, Premier Fancy Tools Transfer Analyzer and put in my code to see what they recommend. They actually recommend transferring in Hyung Min Son, so clearly their algorithm doesn't quite work as well as it might and doesn't allow for <laughs> things like that. So I might I might take a longer, harder look at that. That's where you need a little bit of human knowledge to go yeah, with, exactly, to go yeah. with the data. Yeah. I'm struggling a bit because I've got I feel like Hazard's not really performed for me. I've also got Sterling in who's gone off the boil from a points perspective, I think. So I think you could be right. It's time to maybe trade in Sterling for Kane. Do you think keep Ober or drop him? Or get rid of him and bring in say Salah instead? I'd rather have Salah than, than Ober. Yeah. I yeah, I I think that's it's not a bad shout. I think Arnautovic is another one to, to consider also um Jimenez and Wilson's back as well. If you wanted to a cheap striker, but I think Arnautovic has just got a little knock, but I think he's supposed to be okay. Got, he was taken um, off precaution. I've got Rashford as my cheaper striker. Oh, there you go. Seven, well, he's, seven million. He's doing yeah, very well. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. I would think that's not a bad move, mate. Ober for Salah. If yeah. you can shuffle a couple of million with him. It's yeah. got to be Kane time. I'm sorry, Mitch. It's got yeah, to be. Definitely. If you, if you haven't got Kane, I think do that first. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Noted. What about a bit of, bit of help for me then? Chaps, because on, because I've got um, I brought in Lingard because I couldn't afford I couldn't afford Pogba at the time um, reasonably reasonably happy I've got I've got the Son do I hang on to Son is basically one question definitely not not it's worth a holding of on a premium asset yeah so it could be a straight oh, swap for ten Pogba. points for Sane on your bench last week I know bit of bench agony oh man. Um, zero for Holobas and he played four at the back as well yeah <laughs> yeah classic <laughs> I have got two you, you have a laugh go on you get it out <laughs> oh, dear. it's because they're playing it's because they're playing Liverpool oh so you went for the re- reverse psychology I just I just don't yeah I'm not going to hope that my fantasy player scores against my team am I Okay, fine. That's the only logic there, I'm afraid. Um, but yeah, uh, I've still got Felipe Anderson, who's not doing brilliantly lately. He's, he's doing okay. He's doing okay, exactly. So I haven't got any desperate fires to put out. Um, Lingard, so, you need to get shot off, don't you? Yeah, so it's Son and Lingard, and I have got two transfers. So do them both, and you can go for you can go for Hazard and someone not so good. Yeah, that would only leave me with four point four, mate. If I got Hazard in. Yeah, four point four midfielder who who never plays. Don't worry about it. <laughs> are there any four point fours? Yeah. Oh yes, there are. Gibbs White from Wolves in done. Great player. No. So you'll have success and a four point four million <laughs> player. That means you have to play. Uh, you probably have to play one of Wambasaka or Holobas every week. I would play. I would play Wambasaka. Absolutely, especially given four of the next five favourable fixtures. There you go. Job done. You've just got success and a four point four million on your bench, and then you've got an actual sub who plays. Yeah. The other option, keeping Lingard, who I ha- he has been playing quite well. I could I could get rid of Son and Ober, and bring in and then bring in Salah, plus another. I might go that way. To be fair. I think that'd be the third time I've transferred Salah back into my team this season. <laughs> I don't know what the pros in the top 10k say about that, but that might not be the best strategy either. 
It's a chance. That's not a recommended strategy. <laughs> Leave it with me. Leave it with me anyway. Right. Are we about done on all of all of that nonsense? So we get the answers to this trivia question. Yes, let's. Have you got a scat story first? Oh, I've got a scat story. You're quite right. Do you want that now? Yeah, let's do it. Let's have it. Okay. So this is it's a story about a trip to Bali. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's it's our dear friend John Emerson's friend Mark, and this is written from Mark. So it's in the first person. It's written from Mark to John. So he, I think John asked him to recount the story himself. So this is it. To give you some background, it was day five of a very pissy trip. I'd been necking pseudoephedrine tablets on a daily basis, plus mild barley belly combined with my fairly average bowel function was basically a recipe for disaster. I think fairly average bowel function is... That's an understatement, Mark. Yeah, probably being a bit optimistic. Um, Anyway, it was Carl's last morning, so after we had checked out of the hotel, me, Smudge, who I think is his girlfriend at the time, me, Smudge and Carl went for a walk to find a cafe to get breakfast before he headed to the airport. It was the first morning for days that I didn't feel like vomiting at the sight of a fried egg, so decided to make up for not eating properly for most of the trip by going balls deep and getting some hideous mega breakfast. It was bloody delicious and I finished it with speed and grace. <laughs> I felt amazing, although after smoking another one of Carl's dodgy barley-style Marlboro Reds, I started to feel like I might head back to bed. <laughs> so, we'd finished breakfast and all stood up to say our goodbyes to Carl. He left and as I sat back down in my seat, something happened. Whether it was the jolt of sitting down too hard after a massive breakfast or my bowel reacting to Carl's leaving... I don't know. But my anus, without consulting my brain, decided to, neglect his, <laughs> decided to neglect his duties and let the complete contents of my intestine out into my board shorts. <laughs> no, not again. <laughs> this simply is not fair. I didn't deserve this at all. Nobody does. This really isn't good enough by anyone's standards. Okay, calm down, I told myself. It's not so bad, is it? Well, actually, yeah, it is quite bad. You've just shat your pants again in the middle of a busy cafe. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm wearing a t-shirt, a pair of flip-flops, and a pair of board shorts covered in feces. I don't have any underpants on (laughs) to to cradle the contents (laughs) and hopefully absorb some of the poo, which is at least 50% liquid. (laughs) 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 I needed to move quickly. I couldn't tell Smudge at this stage. I suspected she'd be a rookie handling this situation and I didn't need any unwanted attention brought on, brought on me by her raucous laughter. So I gingerly rose from my seat, hoping not to feel anything slide down my by now sweat-covered thighs. I shuffled back to wall around the outside of the cafe towards the toilet sign. I was praying to any god who would answer my prayers I'd find a vacant and pristine toilet cubicle. <laughs> Pristine. <laughs> Unlikely. Plenty of those in Bali, I'm sure. Yeah. It needed to have a sink inside the cubicle. It just had to. It had to have a sink inside the cubicle so I could clean it up. Without checking, I already knew this was going to be quite a big job. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to the toilets. There was one cubicle. It was filthy, but vacant. Lovely. Come on, you bastard. Please have a sink, or I'm going to have to do the unthinkable. <laughs> Yes, you've guessed it. There was only one sink. 
and it's not inside the cubicle. It's in, fu- in fact, it's in full view of the whole cafe. <laughs> I hate you, God. <laughs> so my options were wash my shitty shorts in the sink in front of the whole cafe whilst wearing nothing but a t-shirt and thongs. No thanks. Or walk 15 minutes back along very busy roads with shit dripping down my legs to my hotel and clean myself up in my room. Fuck, we just checked out. I have no room. So that was not an option. Last resort, go into the cubicle and wash my pooey shorts in the toilet. Perfect. I remember thinking to myself, this is going to be the worst 20 minutes of my life. (laughs) So get into the cubicle and remove my shorts. Annoyingly, in trying to remove my shorts without wiping any more poo down my legs, I managed to somehow flick some onto my (laughs) (laughs) T-shirt. Then, just as everything was against me, I noticed the hose. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Asian toilet designers, for those incredible little hoses. (laughs) So I stripped... Germ yeah. So I stripped completely naked and gave myself, my t-shirt and my shorts a very thorough soaking. I then put back on my now sodden t-shirt and shorts and walked back to my seat, trying not to draw any attention to myself, hoping that nobody would notice that I'd gone sure. to the toilet totally dry and come back <laughs> totally wet. <laughs> I got to the table and Smudge asked, where have you been and why are you soaking wet? <laughs> Don't ask, I told her. I just need you to pay the bill and get me the fuck out of here now <laughs> oh dear oh, amazing poor Mark quite an ordeal poor Mark yeah I and told, apparently uh, apparently there are more there are more where that where that came from do you remember the story I told where I shit myself on the way to work I do yes with great fondness I told that at dinner in Switzerland over the new year period mm. um, I think it's fair to say Jane didn't thank me for it oh really yeah, it didn't. Who else was at the dinner? Bingo and his wife, and and two other people, Derek and Desi. Oh. Um, Jane obviously knows the story, but I don't think it went down that well. It was the wrong crowd. Uh, maybe you should have played the extract from game week one of season I one. <laughs> I could have just done that, along with our laughter. <laughs> it would have been better. Uh, yeah, I think scat stories are, are the preserve of scum, not not a middle class skiing audience. Sorry. <laughs> They are an acquired taste, and, and yeah. I think the timing needs to be judged carefully. Just so. I was a little bit drunk. Right, let's get the answer to these uh, trivia questions. Oh, I think I'm. I think I think I'm good on the four British players. Really, I've got five on my list. So let me just repeat the question for the listeners: uh, In the top fifty most valuable transfers of all time, there are four British players. Who are they? And in addition to that, there are three players who appear twice in the most in the top fifty most valuable transfers of all time. Who are those three? So, um, Bako, because you embarrassed yourself by telling your shit story at a middle class skiing dinner, you can go second. <laughs> Jay, let's start with the uh, start with the British players. Okay. Who are they? The only one that I'm especially confident about still being in the top 50 is Gareth Bale. Correct. Gareth Bale, 100 million euros from Spurs to Real Madrid. Correct. Yeah. Baco? I am going to go. I've got two Man City players on my list. And I only think one of them is in the top 
50. So I'm going to go Kyle Walker. Kyle Walker, correct. 57 million euros from Spurs to Man City. That Boom. is in 39th place. See, that's why I wasn't sure about where that was going to come in the all-time list. Thir- 39th, you said? Yeah. John? And how much did he go for? 57 million? 57 million euros. Euros. Okay, well, I think John Stones was a similar price, so I'll go for him. Correct. 44th position. He Excellent. was 55.6 million euros. Excellent. This list is in euros, by the way. It's pounds as well, yep. but it's ordered by euros. Fine. Final British player then, Bako. I twenty eighth position. Oh, I'm going to throw a, a curveball. What position was Bale here. out of interest? Bale is sixth. Top Joint ten. Sixth. Top ten. Okay, yeah. Didn't this player go for a go for a fortune a few years back? Didn't Andy Carroll cost a load for Liverpool? No. You are wrong, Bako. Thirteen. Uh, I think Sorry. it was 35 million. 35 million, yeah. John, would you like to steal? The audience will be shouting at their wirelesses, by the way. Probably. Is it? Is it a Man City purchase? It is. Just can't think. No? Uh, Do you give up? Uh, oh, Sterling. Sterling. Oh, cunt. Or Raheem Sterling. Sterling, correct. Yes, 62.5 million euros. Oh, I can't believe I said Andy Carroll instead of him. <laughs> <laughs> right, well oh, done. Staring us in the face. So how many was that? Was that 3-1? Three, 3-1, one three, one. I think it was. Jay. Right, so the second part of it then. Who are the three players in the top 50 that appear twice? Do I get to go first now? Yeah, go on then, Bako. It's got to be Neymar. Neymar, correct, yes. Yeah, so he's in first place, most valuable at €222 million. Euros. And also in 38th place from Santos to Barca for 57.1 million euros. Correct. Mm. I'm going to go with Ronaldo. Correct. 100 million Real Madrid to Juventus and 94 million euros United to Real Madrid. Mm -hmm. Baco, back to you for the third one. Now, I am going to give you a clue. The third one... Obviously, two very high-value transfers, but generally has been shit, I think. <laughs> I actually think I know the answer. Oh, Go really? On. Yeah, so I did think for a while it would, was Philip Coutinho, and I don't think it is him. So I am. I think you were talking about Man United to Real Madrid. I think this player went the other way. And he is Angel Di Maria. Correct. Well done. Yes. Wow. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised to see him. United sold him to PSG for an absolute fortune, didn't they? Yeah. They sold him for 64 million euros. Amazing. Uh, And Real sold him to Man United for 75.6 million euros. Wow. (laughs) Good work, Baker. I was thinking Torres might have been. Yeah, might Fernando. Have, might have yeah. snuck in there, especially yeah, when you said he was a bit 34th position for Torres. That was his Liverpool to Chelsea move? Yeah. And Liverpool to Chelsea, yeah. yeah. And and I've got one you were thinking of. Him for, though. Yeah, but I thought there was... Oh, it doesn't matter. You were right, well done. Excellent. And I've got one other little mini trivia I've spotted as I've been looking through, uh, looking through my list. Go Christian on. Pulisic going yes. from Borussia Dortmund to Chelsea... What is yeah. unique about his transfer? 
in terms of the he, top 50 most valuable transfers of all time? Is it the first time anyone's ever been transferred for that sort of money and... Not moved? Yeah, not actually moved until the... No, no, that's not what I'm thinking oh, of. Oh, most expensive that, ever yank? Correct. Most uh, most expensive, North, or the only North American that appears in that list and the most expensive North American ever to have been transferred. Yeah. Mm, there you go. I, did, I thought he was somewhere in the former Yugoslavs. You so did that. I until I looked at this list. There we go. I didn't know he was a septic. There you go. <laughs> Good. Uh, and, and if that is uh, us for the week, I'd like to leave you with one other bit of little bit of a fun fact do it jay just because i love your pronunciation of him mitch i'd like you to tell me something to manager's name please uh i can't exactly remember but i think his name is ralph hunemeyer isn't it no you disappointed (laughs) me hassan hassan hootl (laughs) hassan hootl and i'd like (laughs) what i found out which you may not know is what that directly translates as oh what does it mean rabbit hutch Oh, it's, well, yes, well done, you spoiled it, but it's it's Rabbit Cabin, quite literally. Oh. <laughs> rabbit Cabin. <laughs> Heard that the other day and thought, you'll enjoy that. <laughs> there you go. Right, boys? Marvellous. Marvellous fun, most enjoyable. Uh, have a lovely and successful January. Mitch, Thank I'm you. fully expecting you to be wildcard deep within hours. Oh, yeah. Well, not hours. I'll probably do it sometime this week. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Before we speak, I'm sure you'll have spurned a load more points. <laughs> yeah, no, I won't have spurned points. I will have just used my wild card. Okay. Don't get rid of In song. wild card week, at least do yourself this favour. You can make money from the price rises in, game w- in wild card week. So start it today. Get yourself a competitive price rise indicator link and just buy the price rises. Just for a few days to get your team value up to 104 million, please. I'm not sure I can be bothered, Baco. <laughs> okay. I'm still not even sure if that actually works. No, it does. I think you've still got it wrong, Baco. But maybe, maybe you're right. But it's just something that I'm not. That the price aware rise is only happen after a game. No, they happen they all week. They, they happen all do week. Happen, what, they according do happen to, all week, but... to transfers in and out, do they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do they only happen once, or do they happen dynamically? No, they happen it depends surely on the numbers, on, on how many people are buying and selling. Mm. I'll say yes, okay, Baco, but yeah. in reality, I'm not going to do that. It's definitely not. No. Right, boys, let's wrap it up. Until next time, we'll speak to you in February. Have a lovely time, and speak to you soon. Adieu. Cheers. Cheers. Cue the music. This podcast is part of the You Are The Media Network.